You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Hello and welcome to the Retro Detroit Nerd Framers Podcast. My name is Ian the Law Informed. I'm here with Dave the Geek and Phil the Phil Badger. I was, I was going to rename myself Dave the Drafted since you asked me to hang out with this one. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we can't be together, but we can always uh, be here in spirit. But <laughs> um, but yeah, let's uh, let's just. Uh, for lack of a better term, let's just jump into it. Um, so, Dave, you like posting, um, what's it called? Uh, memes, or not memes, but things about uh, politics that affect like Michigan, correct? <laughs> um, I, I, I don't know that I would say I like to. I, I kind of, on some level, feel like I have to. Um, just because, I mean, it's, it's a huge topic right now and, and I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting done with people. I'm, I really, really, (laughs) a to your point, you've always said that you don't like people and. Oh, I've always said, I I love persons. I hate people. And and I think, you know, the quote, the quote from men in black is, is the best where like, we both know that people in groups are just scared herds of animals. And, and that's, that's literally what we're seeing right now. Yeah. Just, yeah. The fear, the, um, fear is kind of a liar though. Um, well, I mean, fear makes people do dumb things. It's yeah. (laughs) Um, but yeah, I just, Oh, what I want to why I wanted to have you here is because um, we're focusing so much on fear and not like the actual like the heroes, the essential workers. And I, I mean, I to be honest, I don't know a lot about like the nurses or the. Um, We've actually um we've got one uh there is a nurse that hangs out with us uh we do uh, I mean <laughs> I mean you you know that I'm kind of a social creature and so this is driving me batshit crazy being trapped at home uh and so every couple every couple nights we do a like a Zoom hangout have a couple drink chats uh among some friends and one of those people is a uh a frontline nurse uh who has been in a covid ward since this started um I try to keep her a little bit anonymous I won't even say the hospital she's at just because I mean, they are under a very strict gag order um, not to talk to anybody, uh, which is the main reason she hasn't been on our show, uh, just because, I mean, her her stories and her points of view have been insanely eye opening uh, as to what's going on. And, and you know, I, I guess it, I, one of the things that I want to make sure people understand is, you know, from from her point of view, just because she's only uh, bagging six to eight bodies a day instead of three to four times that um, it doesn't mean that things are great. Uh, it just means that things are getting better, which is a good sign. Um, but it does not mean that we should all be running around playing outside and and going to 30,000 people hockey and sports events and all that kind of crap. Um, but yeah, I, I guess. Yeah. That's 
still heartbreaking. <laughs> it's it's not good. And and I mean and, and that's the thing that you know people are like, oh well, you know, New York City has five hundred people die every day. Yeah, they do. So when you add an additional six hundred people onto that every day from another new from another new cause, that's a problem. Yeah. It, it yeah, like I I'm not keeping up with it. I um I, I um I uh it's public information. I went to U of D Mercy and I have, I'd say about a good amount of my friends lists are nurses and doctors because of a certain group I was in. So I do have a network of people that I get info from Mm -hmm. on that end. But the thing I wanted to talk about that's more associated with this podcast is I've, done a lot of research and as you know about autism yep. and uh what i've come to find out like through panels through PinguinCon and things like that is that if i had to guess and this is just a theory based off the information i have that there's at least one person with autism that works in a retail position i want to <laughs> expand on that <laughs> Uh, you mean like you mean like per store or per location or something like that? Location. I, I don't know that I would disagree with that at all. I mean, granted, I mean, yeah, that's that's anecdotal evidence. But I mean, just given, um, I mean, you look at the factors. I mean, there there is a they you know people in the, in that position tend to have a problem uh, finding mainstream jobs, as it were, and I'll put that in air quotes, mainstream jobs um, or or other gigs. Uh, and you know, a lot of those companies do provide a a way you know in the door in into a job. Uh, so no, I mean that that wouldn't surprise me the least that that were the case and and i mean from a person that's on the inside looking out this just surprised me this i mean not from a data perspective but from a should i say a discrimination um aspect because it's like how do these people find these hey how do uh people with autism find these jobs and are able to keep them um I would say like retail or things like that are very hard to keep because you have to deal with people and you have to talk with people. And <laughs> for, for many of the positions, yeah. And, and I mean, you know, and especially in retail, um, you know, you deal with a lot of uh, the issue of a flexible work schedule um, when, you know, many people uh, that are somewhere on the spectrum kind of require and need um, a much more structured, uh, you know, flow to their lives and that kind of stuff. And so that can present another challenge. Um, yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, but it's just like, I mean, within this pandemic, I there, I would say from an insider looking out that they are kind of, they're one group that have been the heroes of this pandemic because they've been on the front lines. Oh, for sure. And, Oh, for sure. And, and I mean, and honestly, realistically, I, you know, <laughs> I guess you try to find a silver lining in anything. Um, you know, one of the benefits of the pandemic going on is that it has cut down on the social interaction requirements uh, of positions like that. Yeah. Yeah. We should, <laughs> we should do whatever we can to celebrate. Um, there should be a message to inform and spread this out. Sure. Um, I, I 
normally don't. I mean, if, I, if only someone had a podcast I, that was talking about things like this. I, I if, only. <laughs> if, if, if only. If only we. Hey, Amy, to my point, if only. Yeah. And there is someone who has that. But I, I, to your point, there needs to be half a dozen on this. Uh, oh, for sure. On this network, to be honest, just to be able to. In like spread this out yeah so it's fully <laughs> but yeah that's kind of the point that i want to um as someone who has autism high functioning um just to send a message thank you for being essential but yeah, yeah i mean you know for what it's worth no it's true i mean and that's the thing i mean at, at the end of this one of the things that i hope people remember um is that it wasn't celebrities uh it wasn't athletes it wasn't um you know singers it wasn't any of those people uh who you know kept this country moving it was the retail workers it was you know the the you know the restaurants that stayed open for carry out service and that kind of stuff it was you know the the stock people at Costco and Walmart and Meyer and all that stuff i mean you know the it it's it it's funny i mean you know you look at all the debate about you know the you know they you know they're flipping burgers they don't deserve 15 dollars an hour i guess who just kept your ass you know alive during during the past you know 45 60 odd days um so yeah i mean it's 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 hopefully it's opening some people's eyes but i mean and, and then getting back to you know the thing uh you know with the with the protests and lansing and all that stuff my biggest issue with all of that is seriously i i don't care if somebody wants to volunteer to go be a guinea pig um i have always i have all along said i'll be waiting for outside 2.0 um you know when they say that it's all clear and and things are good to go i'm i'm not going to be rushing uh outside i will let a round of people go out and and figure out if it's actually safe to be there and be the canary in the coal mine for me um the issue that i have is that they are not volunteering themselves to go out they are basically demanding that other people volunteer themselves to go out you know you look at the you know the signs that people are holding up at those protests like i need a haircut uh or i want to go out to eat uh okay well now you're not demand you know you're demanding that you know somebody open up their hair salon and bring you know their stylists and and those people in you're demanding that you know a restaurant open up and and so you're you're not making a decision for yourself you're attempting to make a decision for somebody else and and that's that's my problem is people always seem to forget that your rights end uh where they intersect with those of others and 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 that's a that's a key point that I think a lot of people have been missing I mean like it's funny, like, uh, to your point, I saw on Facebook um, a friend of mine um, posted that he was interested in going to an event in um, in Grand Rapids to, like, uh, protest or something, and then I get a notification later that says a um, an event in Grand Rapids has been... Uh, canceled through Facebook. <laughs> well, and, and I mean, that's real. I mean, you know, I, I think uh, I'll be honest, my, my favorite kinds of people, and, and I say favorite heavily laden with sarcasm, um, are the ones that are holding signs that say like, you know, the virus is a lie and, and COVID doesn't exist and this is all overblown while they're standing there wearing face masks or like full blown hazmat level PPE. Um, yeah, I, yeah, the, the hypocrisy is strong and I'm just loving it. <laughs> The only yeah. thing missing, missing from them is the bleach cocktail. Oh, uh, yeah. 
I and and that's oh, but, you know, but those of us that are making fun of Trump, people should stop complaining about. We were just being we're just being sarcastic. I mean, if that excuse works for him, it should work for everybody. Right? <laughs> and I've always been allergic to Lysol, so no problems there. <laughs> I think we're all allergic to drinking it. I think we're. <laughs> Uh, but no, and so actually, and so you know, you, one of the things you'd mentioned about before we hopped on uh, that I know you wanted to touch on was PenguinCon, um, and you know, because when it comes to events being canceled and that kind of stuff, you know, another area that I am absolutely losing my mind over is, I mean, you know, we've usually been to, you know, here we are May second, we've usually been to six or seven cons by now uh, at this point in time in the year. And, you know, we'd be gearing up for, you know, Motor City Comic Con, which was supposed to be two weeks from now. Um, and then Cherry Capital Comic Con up in Traverse City, which was the week after. And those have, well, Motor City has been canceled, um, or at least they haven't announced any other dates or anything yet. And, uh, Capital City was postponed until Halloween weekend, which I think is going to be interesting. Um, but, you know, a lot of the cons this year have been canceled, so I haven't had, you know, that that social outlet. I mean, you know, I mean, from going to cons all the time, I mean, there are people that I only see at those cons. Um, and, you know, they're, you know, that con friend, con family thing is real, um, which is another thing we've been doing with these Zoom chats is, you know, letting everybody get together like this and hang out. Um, but, yeah, so PenguinCon was supposed to be last weekend, um, and that was one of the other ones that kind of fell victim to uh, this whole pandemic and, and, and got – well, it got – in person got canceled, uh, but they're the first one that I've participated in that tried to keep it going by going exclusively virtual, uh, which was interesting. Uh, you know, I mean, it was a it was definitely a it was a different feel from the standpoint of we weren't all together. You know, obviously we didn't, you know, have a, a hotel room party packed with a thousand people in it um, and all that stuff going on. And but I mean, it, it, you know, it was still, you know, the presentations were going on and events were still happening. And and it was really, really interesting. I mean, I, I, I hope that other cons take that step, um, whether it's. In in re, either either in lieu of or in addition to, um, you know what they have going on with normal programming because it was a uh, it was a good thing. I liked it. I mean, I mean to your point, and I see the um, I see conventions like say E three or Yomacon, um, like getting canceled this year. I don't see. Um, a con um, that has a like a physical building this year. That's my guess on all this. Especially the bigger ones. Like I'm curious. Like one of the last ones of the year that we go to is usually in September, and it's the Monroe Comic Con. Um, and it is a. It, I mean, it's a smaller con. You know, thousand fifteen hundred people. Um, but the challenge that I think cons are really going to face is not only, I mean, they have a, they have a multi, they have problems from multiple angles. Now, one of them is okay. Like let's take motor city as an example. How quickly are you going to get 70,000 people ready to hop back and cram into a big giant warehouse together um, with all of this stuff that's gone on and what we've learned? Um, but I think their biggest challenge or their bigger challenge really is going to be the major draw at those events tend to be the celebrities. And, you know, how quickly are they going to be willing to show up in a warehouse crammed with 70, 80, 100, 200,000 people um, and, you know, throw their arm around somebody to take a selfie and, and spend all day shaking hands and, and all that kind of stuff. 
And I think that's that alone is going to be a significant challenge for cons because I think that's going to take longer than damn near anything else to happen. Yeah, the the big stars are just <clears throat> to your point. They're going to be scared to come out. And well, I mean, I don't even know that. I, would, I don't. I don't even know that I would say scared. I I would just say cautious. Um, because cautious. It, yeah, um, because I mean, you know, it's like I've always said. Don't and and this <laughs> this is my whole point with, you know, I'll wait for outside two point You know, don't live your life in fear. But you know, there's probably no real good reason to juggle chainsaws either. <laughs> yeah. Um. The, um. You remember that? Uh, you've watched Scrubs, right? I'm sorry. You've watched Scrubs before, yes. right? Um, I'm trying to think of a guy. I think his name on the show is Ted, right? Oh, it's the it's, one with the bald spot. That I think so. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He um, from one of, um, one of our friends posted that he passed away. Oh, I did see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's like yeah, we see like star talent passing. And, and well, and it's it, dude, it's hit, you know, and, it, and it's it doesn't make a lot of the national news. But I mean, we've seen a lot of a lot of people in the Detroit and Metro Detroit area that have passed from this. You know, we've had, you know, we've lost at least one member of the Senate, I believe, possibly two, um, uh, one from Detroit. Uh, we've lost a lot, you know, quite a few entertainers we've lost. Um, I mean, it's 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 a like it 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 boggles my mind when people don't that don't think this is a serious thing and, 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 and don't get what this really means. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it, I, it, yeah, I mean, I, I could fill your entire owl hour with my ranting, but. <laughs> and I wouldn't mind. We still have a lot to talk about. <laughs> we, unfortunately, um, but no, like, but yeah, um, that's all I've got about that. Um, um, I'm so Phil. I'm curious. What's behind you? <laughs> is it, is it, for for is all it those people who for, for all those people who can't it. see it while listening to the podcast, yeah. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, I'm going to go ahead and uh, duck off. Uh, just I'm doing a couple errands. I'm trying to get my pool um, ungreen because uh, thanks, Rain. Uh, <laughs> so I will, I will be back in just a few. Thanks. <laughs> All right. So what's behind you? That is the uh, the world serpent um, who um, is one of the triggers for Ragnarok. Oh, Okay. It's not Snake Eater from Metal Gear Solid. No, no, no it is. It's the snake. All right. Uh, um, yeah, Jormungandr, Yor- I think, I believe, uh, bites Thor at the end of Ragnarok, and he, tri- he st- goes nine steps before he dies. I, I'm not up on uh, on my uh, Norse mythology like I like I was when I was playing uh, God of War a couple of years back. So, I'm. I am neither here nor there. Um, Norse <laughs> mythology. Thank you. I see what you did there. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I was just a little curious on that. But um, speaking of um, what's it called? Um, people being quote unquote terrorists at the um, at our state's capital, Michigan. Um, 
Have you seen uh, Streets of Rage 4? Uh, yeah, uh, I, I've, I saw a couple of, a uh, couple of reviews of it. Um, uh, that looks good. I might actually buy it. Um, it's up on, uh, it's up for pre-order. A physical copy is up, uh, for pre-order on a uh, limited run games right now. I think I'm going to probably order that. Um, I like to get physical games whenever I can, so. Uh, so I, m- I might actually uh, order that. I probably what I and I have a little bit of an update. So I've um, I've stopped kind of playing with Mario Maker right now. I have enough content to make a level, uh-huh. <laughs> but I just need to I need to watch gameplay and um, come up with ideas. To make it, gonna, you're gonna make like a 30 minute level, or no? That's, that's I'm scary. Going, <laughs> I'm gonna make a. I'm gonna make like a 250 second level out of 300 okay. seconds. Oh, okay. Make something, probably make it like a puzzle, or just make it uh, generally fun. Right. Okay. <laughs> but but you're taking a break from that, so I'm. I just I need to work on um i need to work on direction i have the elements i just uh-huh. need to um i want it to be really gotta, good i want to gotta plot them out and yeah okay and that's gotcha. that's gonna take some time so now mm-hmm. i'm on to breath of the wild again and then so are, you, are you picking up where you left off or are you are you starting over i am sort of picking up where I left off. I don't remember where I left off. So okay. I'm just, I'm working on getting um, armor and stuff like that. And then we'll eventually finish it. Then eventually I probably will get Streets of Rage 4 because I, as you know, love beat em up games like um, mm-hmm. River City Girls and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, I remember I remember playing Streets of Rage um, back in the day. Um, never really were my favorites, but I remember liking them. And I might give them another try here and uh, for uh, Streets of Rage 4 comes out or comes out or, you know, I'm able to get my hands on it. So, yeah, I mean, I know it's, um, it's on Switch. I'll definitely pick it up. <laughs> um, have fun with it. I, mm-hmm. I mean, from gameplay that I've seen, there are a lot of characters to unlock. Mm-hmm. But, but I think yeah. you, you start with two, and then I think you can unlock, you know, three more as you go. From my understanding, yeah. Um. Yeah, there's characters that come back like Alex and others. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, looks really fun. Looks um looks like they did they put a lot of work into it and made it look really good. And it's like they knew that there were going to be protests. That's why they brought it out now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> kind I'm of a just... kind of a sneak it out the door kind of thing. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of ironic from um, 
when I look at it. <laughs> but but now, um, speaking of uh, oh, rage and things like that, um, what do you think about our our governor changing the date to May twenty eighth? Um, I'm not. I'm not even convinced that's going to be long enough. It might. I. I don't see that being the end of it by any stretch. I've been working from home now for about a month and a half, and you know, yeah, I. I believe things are getting better, but we're not. We're going to be a while before we're out of the woods, and you know, it's just one of those things that help everybody out. I think you know, everyone's just got to do their part. Yeah, my hair might get a my hair is getting shaggier by the day, but you know, it's a price to pay for uh, for small price to pay for doing the right thing. Yeah, and I like <laughs> I know this is a little um, TMI, but took a shower this morning. But by the time I uh, <laughs> by the time uh, the end of the day happens, I look like. Um, uh, Mr. Satan from Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> okay, I don't hair, know. So it's like, yeah, I don't know who that is. So I'll I'll give you pictures. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, my my I I look like a '90s uh, grunge rocker now with my hair. If I were to put my hair down over my eyes, so um, <laughs> yes, that, <you> do. <laughs> yeah. and I I can't see anything right now when I have my hair down like this. Hey, um, <laughs> okay, that's um, hey, let's see if Dave is on. Um, <laughs> uh, what do you think of, um, what do you think about Fraggle Rock coming back, Dave? <laughs> Fraggle Rock? Yeah. I hadn't heard about that. Um, I, yeah. I remember Fraggle Rock used to be my jam back in the day. Um, I forget what streaming service is bringing it back, but yeah, Fraggle, Fraggle Rock is coming yeah. back. Huh. I remember seeing something about that too. I want to, is that coming back on Apple TV or Apple TV plus or whatever it is? Not sure. Give me a uh, Hulu give or me. HBO or I can't keep Let track of all these streaming services now. No one can. Um, I'm looking it up right now. Uh, well, we'll see. see. Um, well, if anyone knows, it's Google. Yes, it's. It says it will. Uh, new episodes will debut Tuesdays on Apple TV. So oh, okay. So it is Apple TV. You got it right. Oh, yeah, there it is. The. Uh, I mean, and. Not going. I may. It's tempting, <laughs> but I've seen a few more shows that are. Um, but if I were to get into another streaming service, it would probably be um, what's it called? The Amazon service. <laughs> mm-hmm. At this point, because um, they seem to have quite a few that. Are more tailored toward me, so 
Right, right. Yeah. But Fraggle Rock is tempting. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it looks like it's only like three to five minute episodes now, so. Um, I guess we'll. But, you know, maybe, maybe they can, uh, Maybe they can put a good amount of quality into five minutes, and it won't really won't really matter. Yeah, who knows? Um, I, I, um, I, <laughs> it'd be fun to see like puppets and things like that, mm-hmm. and to see that show come back. And mm-hmm. there are a lot of shows like that, like. Um, like um um maybe we could get into it um what show hey, like what show would you like to see come back uh you know not really come back you know i'm i don't know so much as come back as i want to i want to see what would have happened in season 7 um but lost i would like to see what would have happened you know um have you have you watched lost uh before i go ahead and spoil the ending i surprisingly enough i i i've watched some of lost i've seen i've seen a couple episodes from like every season and i Mm -hmm. have um seen the ending which is interesting to say the Mm -hmm. least (laughs) well then if you've seen the ending um by the way, spoiler alert if you haven't seen Lost, probably uh jump ahead in the podcast about uh two to three minutes. Um but uh um you'll remember Hurley ended up being in charge of the mysterious island and I thought that was a really cool concept and I thought I wanna see what a Hurley run island would be like. Um I think I think, you know, Give it a couple of years. Let's have a season seven on that. Um, and then, yeah, let's, uh, you know, let, let's see how the island is different under Hurley. Yeah, I, yeah, I would agree with that. <laughs> I, but it, um, and I should, um, I, honestly don't remember all the characters' names. So refresh me. What does um what does Hurley look like? I'm trying to match that with that. Hurley was the was the big guy who uh, okay. yeah he's he's the big guy with the with the curly hair. Okay, yeah, I got yeah, you. He, he, yeah, I would everybody everybody loved Hurley. Yeah, I would have liked to. Yeah, I would have liked to as well. I'd like to mm-hmm. see a season seven, but one that I, um, one show that I wouldn't have, um, that wasn't ended properly was the last season of Scrubs. <laughs> I I never watched Scrubs, so I had uh, in let. Uh, the last season that was when they moved to a different network, right? Yeah, and it was like um, 
the focal point with Scrubs was that um, um, and no spoilers here, the main focal point for Scrubs was uh, JD. And then that was, was his and and JD was the character that Zach Braff played. Exactly. Okay. He was the main focal point, but then it was his interpretation of everyone else. Mm-hmm. How and how he saw things, a how he saw every character. Right. But then when the new network came in, it was the main focal point was um, everyone else looking at this new scrub. <laughs> So it's like they changed the focal point, and so it was nowhere near as good as the first eight. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've, <laughs> I've heard good things about it, just never had a chance to check it out. So, um, and if you want a good starting point, start season one, um, or an even better starting point is season three. Okay. That's that's where I was like, um, that's the season when um, uh, when um, each character kind of flesh were very fleshed out. Like like Mm -hmm. one of my favorites was um, uh, Turk, the best friend of JD. He was um, he was. I would say 500% more fleshed out than previous seasons. He's <laughs> kind of amazing in that. Mm-hmm. Um, now, is, is that on, uh, is that on Netflix at all or Hulu or which streaming service is that on? I will check. Um, uh, give me a moment. Uh, Um, I no, I think it's on Netflix. Okay, I, I think it's on Netflix, and if it's not on a streaming service, I'm not one to promote YouTube, but there is YouTube. <laughs> Kind of just somebody uploaded um, a bunch of episodes. Yeah, probably somebody did. <laughs> but so those could very well be gone if if YouTube listens to this and decides to take them down. They could take them down, but I am one who knows people. <laughs> it will it will stay back. <laughs> okay. If, if a if it gets taken down, two more will take its place. <laughs> kind of like the Hydra. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, or the snake behind you. <laughs> the oh, yes, snake. yes. But they think. Um, but what else do we have on our list? Um you wanted to talk about you wanted to talk about a game called Infinite. Bioshock Infinite, actually. <laughs> and uh, quarantine does the strange things to to people and 
I'm probably the way things are going. Probably gonna buy buy it for the fourth time here in just about a month here when it comes to Switch. Hey, my only question is: I've never played the games, but I have seen like AMVs of it. Um, one of my favorites being from uh, uh, Brittle Floss, but uh, he um, he. <laughs> did an original song for Bioshock Infinite where he talks about Rapture. <laughs> so. I think I remember that. I can't, I remember it being a thing, but I don't remember how it goes right now. Oh. I'm going to have to look <laughs> that up here. Oh, uh, won't you come on down to the best little town in the bottom of the deep blue sea? <laughs> That's one line, but uh, uh, I don't want to sing here, but it is tempting. Um, <laughs> but no, like getting Bioshock Infinite for a fourth time, um, what has attracted you to this game? Like well, the crafting or the... I think the story is just incredible. Um, one of my favorite um, video game stories ever. Um, and, you know, and it's fun. It's fun to play. Not usually much for first person shooters, but this one's a good one in my opinion. Um, a lot of mind, you know, mind bending twists. And it's just, I don't know. I've always had a lot of fun with the Bioshock series, and supposedly there is a new one in the works now. Um, and uh, anxious to see that, but it's probably not going to be here till uh, PlayStation Five. But uh, uh, I just, I just want more Bioshock in my life. I mean, it is. <laughs> I'm. It's hard to get into a game with like that because actually, um, here's a great question for both of us. Like, um, is this game a lot like something I've played before? And if it is, um, do you I, do you have an example of a game um, that's like this? Well, gameplay-wise, you know, it's not too much different than, say, Call of Duty. You know, first-person shooters, you know, with a little bit of magic uh, magic powers thrown in. Um, so, you know, maybe uh, Call of Duty with a little bit of Doom mixed in. Um, as far as the story, um, I can't. You know, without spoiling it, I can't really come up with anything to compare it to right now. Um, so, so unique story. Have you? It's got a I lot of quantum, you know quantum elements to it, and you know, um, and you can tell that you know Bioshock and Bioshock Infinite kind of form a form a, a loop, if you will, a Mobius strip that kind of they're both tied together and one can't happen without the other 
Um, it's just, it's, it's a fun little, uh, thought experiment, um, you know, way to look at things and, um, I'm, I'm still looking forward to the next one. Um, whenever, whenever that happens to be, I'll, I'll be there. Yeah. Have you, I don't think I've ever asked you, have you ever played Earthbound? I have not. I attempted to play play it um, when it came to Wii U, and I just I just could not get into it. It's and that game is when this whole pandemic ends. Sometime we just need to go over to <laughs> and just play it because this game it's not like other games it's mm-hmm. meant to just be taken in and just be an experience mm-hmm. and that's um i will um shout from the rooftop that this is one of my top 10 games mm-hmm. <laughs> of all time it's that good <laughs> <laughs> um but no, it's just like I couldn't. I honestly couldn't get into it until um, a little bit after chapter two, after the mm-hmm. second big boss, and then I was like, "Okay, I'm totally so." Just because- so you're saying <laughs> I need to give it another chance? As if I. As if I haven't given you enough, as if I haven't given you enough games where you've gone back and played it because of me. <laughs> well, one of these days I'm going to finish Breath of the Wild too. Same been here. taking a break. Yeah, I've been taking a break from that to uh, to work to play the Final Fantasy VII remake, which um, is amazing. <laughs> I can't blame you. Um, Final Fantasy VII is one of those games where is another game I need to play, uh-huh. but I need it. But I need uh, I need a new computer to, in order to take on the graphics and things right. like that. You played the original uh, Final Fantasy VII, correct? Oh, <laughs> I've watched Machina Bridge for um, Team Four Star, but I've never played the game because <laughs> huh. one of the final fantasies um, that I've wanted to play mm-hmm. and, and that's, there's only three final fantasy games that I will touch. One of them being final fantasy three with Kafka, this one, and then mm-hmm. possibly uh, final <laughs> fantasy nine. Those are the only three I'll touch, <laughs> but uh, the rest of them don't do much for you. Or? The rest of them, I can't care. <laughs> okay, I mean, um, the and I'll tell a little bit of a Final Fantasy story. Um, when I was a kid, like when I was when I was young, the first Final Fantasy came out. I put it into my NES at the time. I press new game and then I see four characters and I'm uh-huh. like, um, um, 
and I was borrowing this from a, a friend of mine. I get to that screen and I'm like, I immediately turn it back off and I say, I'm never going to play this game. I'm going to mess up. <laughs> There's no way I'm going to even touch the final thing. If it becomes a series, I'm never touching mm -hmm. it. <laughs> mm -hmm. And it was because of that game, I um, um, kind of, for a time, stopped playing uh, RPGs and even games. <laughs> huh. Um. I did get back into it through other games, but that was the game that kind of stopped me for a while. So. <laughs> Ooh. I'm I'm sorry that Final Fantasy hurt you so much. It was one actually one of my favorites on the on the NES back in the day. Now that I think about it, probably that might be one of the closer analogs to the Bioshock story, just in terms of story and the way it creates kind of a Mobius strip. Um, and, uh, yeah. And, uh, well, that's, I, know, uh, but I did come back. I, I, um, I, it's on the, uh, NES classic that I have. So I did return back to it and be like, Okay, if I play this game, I'm taking a walkthrough and I'm mm -hmm. seeing how it'll play. And I, I've seen that it's a good game. Oh, yeah. For its time, it's a good game. But when I was a kid, I was like, I'm going to make a mistake. I'm not playing this game. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't blame you. I don't blame you. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, what else? Um, I mean, there's not a lot else we can talk about outside of like, um, um, just people and, um, um, Pinguacon. Um, we can't talk about that. You're, um, we did have the, um, microtransactions panel and, you're um I'm happy to announce that your mic is working now. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It took me basically the whole panel to get it going, but I don't think it played too well with uh with the mo with the platform that uh PenguinCon uh, set up for us, but we'll know that for next time. I mean it was Jitsi and Jitsi doesn't um it's more indicative of um, it's actually more indicative of uh, a, we've done video and I um, we've both done video in the past and I feel more comfortable if like we use something like zoom because then people come on and people can comment on it mm -hmm. and give feedback and Jitsi just doesn't do that. <laughs> So. Well, Jitsi just didn't work with the browsers that I have loaded on my workstation on my on my laptop. I didn't have time to go out and download Chrome, so I had to make do with what I had. And I had Chrome, and I had more than I had more than your panel to work with. I <laughs> and uh, I'd say out of all the, uh, I had. 
our panel, which my um, where my video thing worked, but then the other three um, kept cutting out. It kept saying weak signal, and <laughs> um, I would say that a part of it is my internet connection. It's not a good. Mm -hmm. It's not a good connection, but it shouldn't be. Um, it should be at least a medium connection on my end. But I don't know. And I, in terms of service, I wouldn't recommend Jitsi. I barely, um, what's it called, recommend Zoom, just because it can get a it can get a great amount of people on it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, but we had a we had a pretty good panel. We got a we got a few good people on there, and Greg volunteered himself to do. Um, uh, Greg volunteered himself to talk about um, GameStop and things like that, but. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it was interesting how he um, talked about the relevance, quote-unquote, of GameStop. But. Like, how they, like how they're probably, I'll be very surprised if they come out of this on the other side of this pandemic, in all honesty. I would, I would be a bit surprised, but mm -hmm. we do have other retailers, there's like I've said, places like um, I can't think of it right now. Um, within our city, there is um, Dish Replay. There is places like Best Buy and Target. And, and to be honest, I would I, I would like to <laughs> And my dream is to see like maybe GameStop merge with someone else because at this point they really are having a very hard time sustaining themselves. <laughs> mm -hmm. I mean, they were circling the drain to begin with, and this this isn't going to help them at all, especially with all the all the bad stories about them that are coming out. Yeah, no, it's yeah, yeah. I don't um, a lot of negative press, but we. I mean, seems it does seem like the news is um, <laughs> focusing more heavily on the bad news instead of things like. Like people with autism mm -hmm. being uh, their group being like um, really helping out, but and then just retail workers in general being essential and uh, being the heroes of this country right now mm -hmm. in general, they should. Um, um, be given a round of applause and maybe 
be respected a little more than they have been. To they, be need to nice vac- they need to get a nice vacation when all this is done. <laughs> yeah, that would help because they put in a lot of great work. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, um, we only have a few more minutes left, so let's um, let's uh, end it here. Um, Sounds good to me. Phil, where can we find you other than uh, Bioshock Infinite? <laughs> well, it's not coming out to the end of the month, so um, until then, um, I'll be uh, slogging through Final Fantasy VII Remake and uh, getting to the weird twist ending that I've heard about, um, seeing if it's as weird as people say. That is a that is a game I want to see. That is a game I want to see to its entirety. To be honest, mm-hmm. um, I will, of course, be playing more Breath of the Wild and uh, finishing it up uh, probably within the next couple months. And you can find me at uh, eInformed.com. Um, informed with an A. Um, and our podcast can be found on SoundCloud. And I guess um, if you're here, Dave, where can we find these? Um, what's it called? These um, um, Zoom meetings. Uh, uh, well, we didn't. YouTube no, or? I mean, I'm, I'm only uploading. Uh, I mean, if you want me to upload it, I can. Um, they are. We I upload them to. Uh, the podcast Detroit YouTube channel, uh, okay. and so the ones the ones that want to get uploaded go up there, uh, and yeah. Okay, um, but yeah, let's. Um, maybe for now, let's. Uh, I'll just plug uh, SoundCloud for now. <laughs> well, I mean, and the, I mean the audio go. Yeah, the audio goes out everywhere. Like I said, I mean to me, like I keep telling people, is that the. Uh, like zoom for me is like the basics like zoom is like getting people in the studio like you can see each other's faces and that kind of stuff um and at a minimum we record audio that's that's how that works um and then if you want to do video hey yeah we can record video while you're in the studio too and oh by the way we can also go facebook live and you know whatever else live if you want to as well um so yeah no i mean this if like i said the only reason why i'm recording in here is just to have a backup um for the audio if nothing else just in case something goes wrong with the audio recording software uh because well i believe in contingency planning so (laughs) (laughs) yes um yes back up your backups yes Um, (laughs) but yeah um now you can find me um Find our podcast at um, on SoundCloud, and as always, um, um, stay BFTBA. safe. Um, at BFTBA. Don't forget to be awesome. And lastly, don't forget to stay home, please. <laughs> and wash your hands. Wash your hands. Uh, brush your teeth. Um, <laughs> eat your green vegetables. <laughs> but, yeah. Don't cosplay as Ted Nugent at the state capitol. (laughs) I don't get that.